0: Welcome to B-Plot Podcast, the podcast where we take a look at some of the biggest movies from days gone by. We ignore it. Look at the movies. that dropped on the exact same day. My name's Lincoln. I'm out here with my man Sam. Uh, We both comics are here in London. Yeah, so the movies that we watched today, uh, one of the movies uh, I know quite well. I'm sure you do as well, Sam. Um, We watched The Shining uh stanley kubrick's uh horror masterpiece and uh at the same day the gary Busey featuring uh carney uh mm. starring uh jody foster and uh robbie robertson uh is that this guy's name robbie robertson yeah he was um yeah. he produced this joint he was a member of the band um which is actually just a band it was like a bunch of canadian dudes like culturally appropriating uh, like american folk rock like that's <laughs> like their thing right um but anyway first movie we're watching the shining right. mm. scary joint sam what's your relationship to this guy
1: this is one of my favorite films of all time man i love it so much uh i i can't remember how when i first saw it i was super young but my big take on it that i've never heard anybody maybe this is like a popular film analysis thing but i've never heard anyone talk about it i think Shelley duvall is the protagonist yeah, the entire film's actually her story. It's about her overcoming... It's about her, like, fucking firming it and getting through, like, an abusive relationship uh, and, like, summoning the strength to conquer that.
0: I I disagree. But yeah. um, I think the entire thing is about a um, a charming, just very calm uh happy-go-lucky black man who gets (laughs) gets stuck in a hotel with a visibly alcoholic uh jack nicholson yeah and he has a crisis of conscience i think in that moment where he's shining he's actually thinking man i'm gonna let these white people die right now I'm (laughs) i'm gonna let these white people die right now and then he in a weird moment in the shining that i only just noticed he is um lying in bed and i'm sure there's like a film scholar reason for this but there's just like loads of uh black women with their titties out like paintings of black women with their titties out i'm sure there's a reason for it and i'm going to give stanley kubrick the the benefit of the doubt Mm. um but i also believe in that scene is i don't think uh stanley kubrick has ever hung out or seen any black people before (laughs) um if that's what he chose to characterize my man as But um, yeah, I think that movie was uh, entirely his. I think most of the movie should have been uh, him going home, wrestling with his conscience, Mm -hmm. then having a little wank with the ladies with the big titties, uh, coming (laughs) back against the odds, and then uh, getting brutally murdered by by Jack Nicholson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see what's going on in Florida for most of the movie.
0: Yeah, man, that guy's having a. He actually had a pretty good time um, <laughs> for most of them. But anyway, the cut of The Shining that I watched was the European one, mm. and I think that one uh, runs a little bit shorter. But right. I, I couldn't, but I couldn't tell you what was missing from it.
1: So it, interestingly, I finally got around to watching the the most recent, like extended cut. Which is longer, Mm. and I did notice all this extra shit that I hadn't seen before. Like, Um, do you remember? So, you know, the scene where um, Shelley DeVar is, she's sort of just escaped the bathroom and she's running about the hotel, and there's like, there's the furries, and then there's the thing. There was. This whole extra ballroom bit where there were all the um, skeletons of the ghost that Jack sees with cobwebs just cover it like the entire hotel. And I was like, I've I've seen this film a lot and I've never seen that before.
0: Um, just while we're here, what is your take on uh, the butler? Oh, uh, Grady. Get, getting sloppy toppy from um, <laughs> from that furry.
1: Right, is it the butler? I don't think it's is it the butler.
0: Okay, all right, you caught me out, man. The guy in the suit, yeah, <laughs> getting sloppy toppy, um, which has always just been weird. But I am <laughs> very happy that Stanley Kubrick included a scene that no one can make sense of.
1: Well, this was this was my first exposure to furries, like. Because that's what it is, it's, you know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. yeah, guy yeah, dressed yeah, up as a bear blowing another dude, like, that's furry shit. Um, I always thought it was just like, it was It was like the precursor to Eyes Wide Shut, do you know what I mean? It's that like, because mm. and, and to, to flex my knowledge, they what they're doing I think is called yiffing. Yiffing? Yiffing, which is when two furries make love.
0: Yeah, but he's not a furry though. The man yeah, just, he's just wearing a nice suit yeah. and then, you know, it's like, that it doesn't make him a furry just because the furry, gave him <laughs> yeah, a blowjob. Yeah. You're right. But furry's the furry. You're right. You furry's caught, the furry. That's what I
1: would say. You got me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, I got you. I don't know, man. I think it's just like rich people like doing weird sex stuff. Yeah,
0: look, man, we're not out here to uh, kink shame. As we well know, uh, B-Plot Podcast, very um, uh, very body positive, uh, very sex positive. We welcome everything. So if you are a furry, man, just hop in the DM. Like, just explain to us. Explain to yeah. us what you think was happening there. Explain to us the terminology. I promise there will be a special section, <laughs> if not in the next podcast and the one after that, where we... We we break down exactly what was happening in it, and mm. guess what? If we can't find a section, we will release a emergency podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to yeah. just tell us, man. Someone tell us what is going on in there, and why um is that man giving him sloppy toppy? Mm. Um, dude, I I watched this one again for the first time in a long time. Mm. Watched the shining again, man. I have to say, I you know sometimes like in comedy, like someone's so good. Someone tells a joke that's so good that you don't laugh. Yeah, you go straight to that's just brilliant. Yeah, and that's how now I've come to feel with The Shining, mm-hmm. which is I'm not scared anymore. I'm just like in awe at how well made it is and yeah. uh, the music and the the shots and the art direction and all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, oh, this isn't in- this is incredible, but I'm not scared.
1: Mm. I know what you mean. I still, I mean i watched this one with uh, one of my flatmates who is not a horror person at all. Uh, and this is it's one of my favourite things to do is watch scary movies with people who are more scared because I vicariously <laughs> can feed off of their fear. Like... That's kind of sick. Oh, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you want to... You're like a vampire. It's the only way you can...
1: I consume her fear, and then I feel I get to feel more afraid. It's high chasing. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel tense every time I see it. I still there. Are, it's the bits with Danny are what gets me every mm. time. The the little girls in the corridor, the Red rum, the bit. You know what really messes me up is when the the lady in room two three seven has strangled him, and he comes in, and Shelley Duvall is just freaking out, and she thinks it's Jack. There's just. I-
0: I don't think that was in my I don't think that was in my cut. I'm not I don't think there was.
1: No way. That it must it. have been. That was The
0: when we we Oh yes, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't see yeah,
1: it. Yeah. You just see the the artifacts, mm. but just that kid that kid as well is amazing. Like
0: Man I, I said I wasn't scared, but I will say that uh, once the movie was done, I was trying to open uh, the living room door and it was stuck. <laughs> Just a little bit longer than it normally is. And they said, oh, Lord, here it is. is." (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a wrap for me. It's a wrap for me. What I do like about The Shining is like, it's a horror movie, does what it says on the tin. Being Mm -hmm. scary is like the first priority. And I think, and this is also natural in the kind of like the evolution of horror movies, where... um. It got to a point where obviously the genre stagnated for a long time but then it got to a point where like all of these uh, the kind of beats of every of a horror movie are so fixed and we know it so well that people can start to, like, tack all sorts of other stuff around it. So, like, you have you, – you, now if a horror movie comes out that's just scary, that just tries to be scary, that's almost mm. like an anomaly. You don't even get to see that. Mm. The the horror movies that come out now are, like, Midsommar, like, uh, Get Out, like, Us, like, um, these things that – hereditary, like, things where they, they tack on themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And part of me is kind of like – I like those movies as well. I love most of them. But I'm also like, man, just fucking try and be – scary scary just trying to be scary it's like if you have like um i I know you don't drink but like there's some of these like beers that have like uh you know a gluten-free beer that's like a beer that's trying to be healthy and i'm like get put the fucking gluten back (laughs) yeah yeah, stop taking it out i'm not coming to you for that
1: i know what you mean but where i disagree with because i think i mean i think the shining is like chock full of themes uh, the most of which being the, the shitty dad abusive husband domestic kind of situation uh, yeah but
0: that's not the primary goal though do you not think do you not
1: do you reckon I because th- uh, uh, it differs quite a lot from the book have you read the book uh, I have not read the book that it's been I read it when I was a kid it was a long time ago I remember this being the first time I was ever like I think the film is better than the book Um I th- straight out of the water but Jack in the film is he's crazy from the first shot and he has this whole like history thing kind of set up and there's it's just you know when they're driving up to the hotel for the first time and Danny's like I'm hungry and he's like well you should have eaten before we left the gas station and then Danny's like and then, and then Shirley Duvall's like isn't this where the plane crash was And Jack's just telling his kid about cannibalism. And the way he said it's like, they had to eat each other to survive. It's like a really creepy vibe.
0: I have to say, that was also one of the most realistic uh, scenes in the whole film. The whole idea of um, my dad having zero sympathy (laughs) for... for me being hungry or any of my bodily functions like that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's some yeah. accurate shit yeah. yeah uh we're not actually here for the shining oh by the way sorry sam i have to say i uh, got a lovely email recently that said that we are the number 20 we're ranked number 25 on the charts the apple podcast charts Woo! in uh france for full history.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> fantastic <laughs>
0: because, dude shout out to all my french homies out right here. we're crushing it but, Yeah, yeah. Um, If enough of you guys listen to it, uh, we'll come and do a live podcast. Um, (laughs) Also, I don't know what is the case here. I don't know if if, like we just like really tapped into like the ultralight beam for French audiences, (laughs) or there's maybe only (laughs) twenty
1: five French podcasts. Yeah, yeah.
0: but shout out to my French homies out here, shout out to all my homies. Um, But yeah, so we today we're watching uh, Carney the 1980 uh, film uh, it's a drama uh starring Gary Busey Jodie Foster and uh Robbie Robertson mm. and basically it follows Jodie Foster um Jodie Foster's romantic relationship with uh Gary Busey who is a clown and um yeah her escaping to join the carnival yeah your man Gary Busey is a uh he's part of this place called the great american carnival then they kind of tour around the place he's in a dunk tank a thing that i've not seen in a long time (laughs) yeah um where he kind of sits in the cage people throw baseballs at a at a target and if it hits the target gary busey sings in gary busey's great in this thing by the way because he is just shouting abuse at all these people trying to get them riled up Mm. so they can throw things at him uh the movie starts with him kind of painting um painting his face have you ever seen um uh seinfeld yeah he uh was proper like a uh, crazy joe de yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. just <laughs> sad uh crazy clown and um he meets uh jodie foster jodie foster is at this carnival with a boyfriend oh sorry a fiance hmm. who is i swear to god just my favorite uh type of character from the 80s just hmm. a just a beautiful uh jocked up yeah um just going like hey basically buff from uh back, back to, to the, the future, future. Yeah. just um just more angry and more engaged and um yeah she basically yada 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 she runs off with gary busey i would say that uh, in the carney life this is quite interesting because uh it shows kind of their struggle that people don't trust them uh in all the different towns that they go to and it kind of climaxes at the end of this film where they are at a um with a mob, weirdly, mm-hmm. because that's how the mafia works, right? The <laughs> mafia just wants a big old hand in this travelling circus pie. <laughs> yeah. And um it ends with these guys kind of basically threatening the future of it. And um and then they
1: they, they kill them? No, they don't. It's a trick. They don't kill them? It's a, a trick. Oh god! They use their uh, carny powers to make it to create. They look at, make it look like they've beheaded one of them, but they've just uh, poured fake blood on his neck, drugged him, and put his head behind a mirror.
0: Okay, well there we go. And in, in the meantime, before we even get to this, there's this is kind of weird kind of, uh, love triangle between Robbie Robertson, Gary Busey, and Jodie Foster. Um, with Robbie Robertson really not that interested. Mm. uh in this relationship kind of upset that his friend has got a new girlfriend Mm. and um but that also resolves itself quite quickly because jodie foster does have sex with robbie robertson that is what happened in this entire movie thank you
1: yeah well yeah (laughs) well done it's uh my point being is that everything just resolves itself none of the characters really change or develop the world doesn't change or develop it's just kind it's almost like a really badly written documentary i think
0: yeah i i I agree and i think some of the reviews even mention it it's like this probably should have just been a a documentary dude i don't know if this is a it feels like this is a uniquely american thing Mm. um just because i would say that if you in the uk were to run away and and join the traveling circus you can't really go that far man it's like like you're in liverpool next week the week after that you're like in edinburgh and then you just have to come back like it's not the weather's not going to be great you're always going to be this is a uniquely american thing this idea of like running away with the the carnival because you could do that and you wouldn't you wouldn't see you wouldn't see your family for another like thirty years.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, I have a friend that joined the carnival, and I don't um, I don't want to name okay. drop them on the podcast in case you are comfortable with that. But they went, they were acrobatics and gymnastics, and they uh, disappeared for a bit, joined a carnival, and uh, I had no idea what was going on. In the UK. In the UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I think it's a uniquely American thing because you've essentially got fifty, you know, fifty countries, fifty countries right? you can go to, yeah. But the 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 difference is, is that uh, we look for people a lot shorter. Do you know what I mean? We're like, oh, they've gone. Oh well, if they don't call me in a week, I guess I'm just going to the same pub where they're not now.
0: Dude, I, I'm trying to remember when I was watching this. I was thinking back to like all of the carnivals of my youth. Mm. I used to live in the countryside and yeah once a year these people will come around but in the town that i lived in uh this happens in other places in, in, the, in the world as well there's like a i'm trying to think of the english word but like basically a big fair mm-hmm. um, where they they show the, the initial idea is like they show the price cattle from whatever right, <laughs> right. this is the idea but it became so big that um the carnival would, would come along it would be right you know you'd play your games and it never occurred to me I, it never occurred to me that like these are just a traveling group of people mm. just because i couldn't conceive that like someone's entire existence was oh yeah i'm gonna base my whole life around some people not being able to throw some rings <laughs> 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 around a spike i was just like i couldn't fathom that this is how this person pays the bills <laughs> this is how this person supports their family but yeah. um and the truth is obviously that it isn't the case it's like it isn't Carney. it's like so, these people just kind of live
1: in these things so what did you did you, did you think it was like jury service where it's like what you know once a year townsfolk are called upon to host the ring game or the duck game i think you know what i actually thought i thought
0: that the people in my these are just people in my town that i would never seen before <laughs>
1: yeah okay
0: i just i just thought that like, these people were inducted for like the weekend and this is what they did it's just i can't fathom the idea that you could do this for more than one weekend at a time but like man, people make livings in all kinds of ways um as we've seen in Kanye. and i mean what the cool thing about carney has been uh gary busy is the um Bozo it's the, the Clown, clown. is the Bowser the Clown. And Gary Busey is the most believable uh sad clown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He um he bums me out man. I don't think any actor makes me sadder than, uh, <laughs> than
1: Gary Busey. Yeah, straight up. He's like a guy on screen who you know gave up on his dreams and still won't achieve them even as the character in the film.
0: Man, did you know that um this should be a come as no surprise? Um but, uh, Gary Busey was, uh, on the record, um, in 2015, by the mm. way, in 2015, remember Trump was elected in 2016, mm-hmm. Gary Busey, noted scholar, <laughs> fucking genius said, um, that he backed the Donald Trump pres- presidential bid. A full, there must've been a year or at least eight, yeah. 10 months before Trump was actually elected.
1: Oof. What if... What if this man
0: is a prophet?
1: I, I hate to be the atheist voice of reason on this, right? But the last time I saw Gary Busey in something, it was on The Celebrity Apprentice fighting with Meatloaf. So, I, <laughs> I, so like, I, I don't think it's that far a jump to be like, yeah, I'm going to back the outsider fucking nutjob candidate, you know? Also, why does
0: Meatloaf not get... Why do people not chastise meatloaf for being 50% of that beef? <laughs> if you are involved in a fight with Gary Busey, you are at least 60% guilty.
1: Bro, Gary Busey stole his pates, man. <laughs> That's
0: Also, I can also imagine Gary Busey coming out, backing uh, Donald Trump and Donald Trump for the first and probably only time in his life going, oh,
1: for fuck's sake. I'll be surprised if Gary Busey doesn't back Kanye yeah but i you know i back kanye yeah. so that's, that's an, I'm, I'm here for it, let's, yeah. do it right? let's do
0: it let's remix the um let's remix the star spangled banner chop up the sample <laughs> bro
1: if this gets to if this gets to number one in france i think i'm gonna get replaced with gary Busey on the podcast yes that would be amazing if we
0: but by the way if you are in france dude fucking like subscribe whatever like get us to number one <laughs> yeah I don't Please. know what we'll do. I don't know what we'll do, but we'll do something special. Should we just go straight into um, categories? categories? Yeah, let's go yeah. straight into categories. Um, this is, the, we've barely spoken about this film.
1: It's such a hard movie to talk about though, because it's, it's such literally a hard movie nothing. to talk about.
0: There's so few things. You know what I think is the weirdly woke moment? I'll tell you. Uh, the stripper scene. The like yeah. scene in the middle of the film. Jodie Foster says she agrees to. She's not gonna be a, a stripper. She hilariously, I don't know that this was a thing, agrees to be one of the side strippers. I didn't know <laughs> that this was a thing. Yeah. That happened is um, there was a, is a a older lady, a, a visibly much older lady. I think this is quite woke actually. Um, she is the main stripper, and then if you can like, kind of picture in your mind like I don't know like an old like Motown soul group um in the background there's also kind of other strippers but they don't strip they just kind of dance in the background yeah um side strippers is what i think they're called and um this older lady god she must have been 60 if she was very old she gets it all out Mm. my god yeah she gets she gets her titties out she gets her cuckoo nana. She gets that out. Um, we don't see that. We don't see that. But she gets it out for the guys in the in the in the audience. Mm. In their defense, not their defense. To their credit, these guys are fucking going nuts. Yeah. The whole crowd horned up, pre cum dripping down the front. <laughs> just, just mm. I've never seen such a thing.
1: Yeah. I- and um, I want to say it's very woke. To get that old lady to get her titties out. She hangs her necklace off of her nipple. That I'd never seen
0: that i never seen that before.
1: I don't even know that was a thing people were impressed by, but like I guess I am now. That leads me nicely into my weirdly woke moment because as an extension of that, there's okay. That scene, that's sort of the strip tent scene, is kind of weirdly classy, right? And my weirdly woke moment is there are, there are there's that. There's two other scenes of what the Carney folk do when there's no audience. And they just have, like, the most insanely tasteful, like, good shows. They've got that guy, Harold, who's sing, he's singing about being 600 pounds. And he's... Oh, man. He's great. He's great. He broke
0: my fucking heart.
1: Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm buying all this. And there are just these two scenes where it's like, actually... These these guys are like magnificent artists, and the whole freak show thing. It's like they're all to, they're all together, but they just they just make banging stuff, and they're obviously all in this movie because they are like traveling entertainers. Um, but I thought they sold that well. I was like, you know what? I've had this is what gives me an interest in running away and joining the carnival.
0: If you had to run away and join the carnival, Sam. Mm. what is your uh what is your hustle what is how are you doing this
1: man what am i good at uh oh no just drawing isn't it um you know
0: you know what's wild is that you would just do re- would you say that you would just do regular stuff that you do <laughs> 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 Yeah. Where Sam runs away to join the carnival, just kind of illustrates in a
1: spare time. Yeah, yeah, I'm just doing fonts for the for each tour. He doesn't even really he doesn't even get out of his trailer just on his <laughs> just on his
0: laptop thinking yeah. of, I think I that would I think this is one thing I think the carnival could do with is there just used to be some regular people <laughs> just doing like admin stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just like just do like there's gotta be an HR lady it'll be like Takes care of all of the kind of the medical aid and all that kind of stuff.
1: There's like, you know, some yeah things. some some other things like, I guess now they have like Twitter and that. Do you know what I mean? They need somebody to tweet.
0: Yeah, just you know, someone putting things in the spreadsheet like this kind of stuff. You know, yeah. regular regular job stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I was, uh, there was one scene I was thinking about, man. Uh, I think there was uh, i can't remember exactly what happened but there was slow dancing there were, i think it was possibly when the the connie people were just hanging out by themselves mm. and there was like slow dancing and it got me like do, why don't we do slow dancing anymore do people still slow dance is that a thing i think so
1: when was the last time you slow danced oh d- i um <laughs> i don't dance um <laughs>
0: you don't dance at all
1: uh no i dance maybe three times a year
0: is it every? Is it the same time every? The same three yeah. times every?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once in the first three seasons, and then I get winter off. <laughs>
0: um Yeah,
1: man. Anyway, so when was the last time w- you slow danced? Slow danced, probably the other day. Like, I no, just slow dancing in. But quarantine. dancing
0: on the on the rig, I dance on the rig all the time. Yeah, yeah. I listen to that new Drake song. The, uh, you know, the famous UK rapper. The, uh, yeah, yeah 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 the drill yeah, yeah. artist he crushed it i was dancing to that the other day um that would actually have been a good scene in Kanye as well if like she's stripping and then like out of context drake just appears he's like you don't have to live this life <laughs> like he spirits her away
1: <laughs> oh my god uh what else do we have i think we have one i think we have a couple more so we yeah so freaky friday which character would you switch from the films to be in each other's movies.
0: I want Gary Busey, switch him out with, uh, Jack Nicholson, make that movie 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs>
1: that he kills him he kills him Kill before, the <laughs> before they get to the hotel
0: yeah <laughs> busy loses his mind drives them off a cliff
1: <laughs> you want to see the cannibals down yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you just see um that um, lovely black man just live out his uh live out a really comfortable time <laughs> in florida it's like yeah. a nice character study of him wanking in his room to the uh The pictures of the
1: (laughs) the ladies with the big titties. So, oh, speaking of, speaking of uh, Scatman Crothers, right? Yeah. Who is, that's my weirdly woke moment from The Shining. I don't remember whether this scene was in the original. Do you have a scene where he calls his friend to rent the snowcat?
0: That's not in this, that's not in this cut.
1: Okay, I thought not because I was like, I don't think I've seen this before, but he has another friend, also a black man who works at the car rental place and when Skatman Carruthers lands in Florida he calls him up and they have like a three-minute conversation that's just the nicest most polite like friendly conversation of them helping each other out and I'm like these are the only two characters in the entire film who give a shit about each other and like actually have any sort of positive thing to add that's honestly an Because when I started watching the movie, I was like, I thought, because I, you know, I try not to, I don't look anything up. I just see the thing. I honestly thought it was going to be a horror movie. And and especially from the opening credits of Gary Boosie doing his makeup, weird and scary in this like swinging, shadeless light. I was like, it's going to be scary. And then it wasn't. And then when you had the 600 pound man singing, I was like, this is the story I actually want to see is like all of these guys dealing with. Fucking daily life and the moments of joy and entertainment they get, and then it just goes off. I I'd turn it into a sad documentary. That's what I'd do.
0: Yeah, it would probably would probably be fair Mm -hmm. to just follow their lives. Um, dude, I think that's all we have. Uh, this time around. Um, Mm -hmm. now remember, if you are in France, especially, Mm -hmm. uh, like and subscribe. Tell your homies. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, if you're not, uh, also do the same um we would appreciate that too um yeah we've been doing something nice so we've been charting really well like um i saw that we have recently made it onto the uk apple podcast film thing Woo! the film the film history charts yeah. i think i think we dropped out of the charts
1: <laughs> immediately
0: That was really annoying because they only see, i don't know how these things work but they only sent us a, a email to say that we dropped out of the chart <laughs> that was like you didn't even tell us that we were in that was very annoying but yeah. um yeah hopefully on the back of this we will uh, well maybe not the back of this but um on the back of some other stuff we will make it in mm. and um we can kind of keep doing what we're doing because um yeah it's fun for us we just this is how we hang out once a week so yeah. it's good energy
1: yeah and uh, follow us on Instagram if you want to see all the kind of almost cool artwork I do for each episode
0: no no Sam's being modest it is it is cool um, he makes um, little like artwork and stuff for the podcast for the episodes and there's always like a really like lazy pun mm-hmm. in the title but uh, we share a little bit of the clips from the show so you can get a little trailer for that as well uh, beforehand. So, uh, yeah, follow us at Lincoln on the mic. And
1: at Sam J. Golan.
0: Sam J. Golan. uh, G-O-L-I-N. And, um, yeah, see you guys next time.
1: Bye.